Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. What's going on? Luca here with the Vigor Ground. Oh, did I say Vigor Ground? Vigor Life Podcast. See, it means I've been entrenched in the gym biz 24-7 right now as we're uh, opening up the new building. And actually, I just uh, I was just there yesterday and we just ripped apart the uh, the walls. I don't know when you'll be listening to this specific podcast, so this might be a bit of a timeline shift. Uh, but with that said, what I wanted to do in today's episode is talk about how to get shit done. And what I mean by this is, is okay, look, I'm, I'm big on behavior change, right? Like it's uh, the, the, the different businesses that I have are all kind of like involved with and connected with helping somebody change in some form or another. And, you know, in, in the gym, that is a lot of times lifestyle behaviors, nutrition, training, recovery, uh, things of that nature. Where in business, honestly, there's a lot of points that are they're kind of crossover. But, you know, it may be implementing systems, marketing, sales. It may be, um, you know, being more productive, doing getting out of your own way, doing doing uh, like work that matters versus busy work and things like that. So there's so many, I would say, underlying principles that are actually completely the same when it comes to both that today I wanted to share some of the things that one, we coach, uh, two, that I do for myself, uh, because essentially we're all, we're all the same when it comes to behavior change. You know, when you look at psychology, um, right, it's like, it's not like it's different. We are, we are different and and we have different learning abilities and, and you got to take everybody as an individual, but I would say the principles stick and, just like with nutrition, I always say, you know, that with nutrition, the like it's more about interpersonal skills and psychology than it is about the X's and O's. Now, I'm not saying that the X's and O's don't matter. Absolutely. You must know the X's and O's of it uh, to because because that way you can progress, regress, you know, find the right tactics and, and action steps for the person to do and or yourself. But like really getting to the true uh, to the true change is more about interpersonal skills, like things like communication, influence, you know, uh, and psychology, understanding what makes people tick, social triggers, emotional triggers, uh, habit loops, things of that nature, right? So we're going to come to basically like four things that that I ask myself when it comes to like assessing some, or let's just say helping somebody move forward. And by the way, like when I'm sitting here talking about this, this goes for me too. And in the reality, you know, the mentors and coaches I have uh, in many ways kind of assess this with myself, right? So step number one would be goals, right? And here I'm going to kind of ask you, like, what do you want to do, right? It's always, or I'm thinking like, what does the client want to do, right? And a lot of times here's where stuff already gets a little bit, I would say, uh, 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 sticky because many people are not very clear about their goals, right? And why those goals actually matter. So having a clear goal is is important. And I'll talk about like, uh, you know, how sometimes goals can get you stuck, but but that's not that's not part of uh, the main part of today's uh, episode. But so number, step number one is goals, right? Is what do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? Number two is knowledge. What do you know, right? Or what does the client know? Now, that's very important because you know, if, if somebody doesn't know something, 
that might be a problem, right? This is where complexity comes in a way where, you know, you might be giving someone or yourself too complex of tasks to be able to, uh, to achieve and then you fall off the wagon. This is, you know, for New Year's resolutions, this is kind of like the main thing. People take on too much or maybe something that, that they don't know because there's out of their knowledge realm. Number three is competence and skill. So what can you do or what can the client do? Now, for instance, if, you know, once again, I'm going to go back to the analogy of basketball, but if we need a three-point shooter on the team and we got one guy that we're picking and he doesn't have a competence and skill of shooting threes and making threes, hmm, now we got a problem there, right? So same thing when it comes to trying to help somebody change and you're giving them a task to cook and yet they don't cook. Now, somewhere down the line, they may develop that competence and skill to cook. But at this point in time, what are some things that we can do that fit within the principles they are going to move them forward? You know, maybe ordering a meal service that's, you know, whole, whole unprocessed foods and it's organic and it's great. Uh, maybe it's making a, a smoothie with great stuff in the morning, right? Uh, so you can see how we can start adding these things into their life that are going to work. But, you know, then like right off the next week, if they don't have the competence and skill to do something, that may not be a, a good idea. So that this is part of an assessment, right? You may you may go like, oh, this makes sense on paper. But if they don't if a person doesn't have a competence and skill to do something, then, you know, it's a no go. For instance, I don't like I have I don't have great organizing skills. Right. Uh, when it comes to especially like, you know, th- this 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 desk that you see right now is pretty clean. But if we turn the camera, I, I mentioned this before. Uh, and even when it is cleaner on my desk, uh, it's because somebody was nice enough to do it for me. You know what I mean? But uh so that's very important. Like the competence, the skill of somebody is going to determine also, you know, how are we going to help them move forward? And, and like I said, or how are you going to move forward? And number four is consistency, right? What can you do repeatedly and well? And I would say that this one is really a big key, really a big key, right? Because uh, there's many things that we, you know, we do have the knowledge to do and we have the competence and skill to do them. But until we don't do them repeatedly and well, you know, we're not going to see the result. And this is one of those humongous, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to nutrition examples quite a bit today just because of the time of year uh, and the conversation that we have around things like changing lifestyle, losing body weight, uh, losing body fat, losing weight, lo- weight uh, and so on and so forth, right? It's, all, it's a lot of it connected to lifestyle and nutrition changes. And, you know, with that said, it, it's, it's that analogy where, well, you know, if you... Uh, you know, small hinges swing big doors. But the point is that like if you do one habit, it doesn't seem like much. For instance, like adding, you know, protein to every meal, like two palm sizes of protein to every meal. And you're like, oh, is that going to make that big a difference? But if you do that, you know, throughout the year, that may be the result of, you know, losing 15, 20 pounds. Just that one habit, because guess what? Right. Protein is 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 better for satiety. It fills you up more. It, it fuels. So we're not going to lose muscle mass when we're training which uh, drives our metabolism. It's, it's a more uh, thermogenic food, so we burn more calories digesting it, and so on and so forth, right? So now because you eat protein with every meal, all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're losing weight because you're more full and you're taking in uh, more calories. Actually, there's, I was, I was uh, at, I can't remember what seminar I was at, but, um, and who was talking about this, but there was a study done where, where uh, all, the, they had two groups, and to one group, 
they said, okay, you guys are just going to eat like you've been eating. And to the other group is like, you have only one thing to do. And that is to add 30 grams of protein to every meal. And I think it was three meals a day, three or four, but I, I think it was four meals a day. Um, so that was it. And, and there was no other restrictions. Eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. You know, it kind of just keep living your life the same way. So it's two groups. And, uh, that was the only in, in one group that was the only thing that they outlined. And at the end of this 12 or 16 week study, uh, one group basically didn't really lose much weight. The other group lost. I, I, I can't remember how much, but I know that the average that they were eating less per day was like 440 calories. Right. So adding the protein to the meals without them doing anything else, thinking about anything else, having any other uh, guardrails or, or restrictions made them eat 440 calories less per day, which is close to 3000 a week. But you can see how, hey, over a course of time, like how much weight could you lose, you know, just doing that one thing. Right. And that's where that consistency comes in and why I'm such a big believer in, uh, I would say, on this whole habit change, behavior change and habit stacking. Right. Once you do one thing consistently and well, you add another thing and our but our brain is consistently wants to make things more complex. And I, I always say that, you know, when things are very simple, it's hard to make an excuse. Right. It's like you, you did or you didn't do it. Right? Did you drink, you know, half a gallon of water? Yes. You know, it's, it's very hard. But complexity is like, well, oh, I didn't hit my macros because. I was running around and like I didn't get that and you know right you make you make it a lot more complex than it needs to be and then you have you have an excuse and a reason to go like well it was, it was tough to do because it's challenging right whereas adding a glass of water to every meal is not that challenging um, and you know or or adding a, some protein to every meal is is not as challenging but but really it can be right so and, and this is where we look at those four factors we look at goals we look at got knowledge we look at um, competence and skill and then we look at consistency and only then you know do we determine what does the person do next so as i as i move forward with this you know ask yourself that question where what are you doing right now in your life and now it may come to like your health and fitness right if you're trying to build muscle if you're trying to lose fat if you're trying to save more money if, if there's something that you're trying to change you know looking at those four factors are you once again you know possibly moving too fast and, and, uh, writing down action steps that don't fall in line with, um, with where you're at. And so, you know, with that said, I always say, you know, with, with, with nutrition and or anything else, always start with level one. So if you think about, you know, anything like any task, like if you, if you know, if you run a business and in your specific industry or business, you know, what would be level one, right? Start with level one, because it's like level one, ends up being, uh, I would say the, the simple things that most people are like, oh man, that's easy. Right. So what is like, what is level one, for instance, in, uh, in, in lifestyle slash nutrition, the limiting factors in level one are everything from food choices, exercise and activity, um, recovery, food and cooking skills, life skill, mindset and psychology environment. And under each one of those, you know, we could go into depth. So food choices is just being able to recognize and pick, you know, whole unprocessed foods that you like and love to fit them in, into your nutrition. You know, exercise and activity is like, you know, getting to train three to five times a week if your goal is, you know, a serious goal. Um, and whatever, whatever that exercise may be, hey, it might be walking or it may be, you know, 
doing heavy strength training and a combination of metabolic training, right? Depending on where you are on that scale, but it does mean, you know, starting to do that. Recovery, you know, are you getting seven to eight hours of sleep every night? Do you have sleep rituals, sleep hygiene, um, food and cooking skills? You know, do, do you have some basic fo- cooking skills to where you can make three to five meals that you really love to do? Uh, do you know, you know, do you know how to, to, to make some snacks that you can healthy snacks to fit your goals uh, throughout the week? Uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm just touching on a couple of these. Uh, then, then life skills, like being able to reduce your stress, whether it's through things like going for a walk or meditation or breathing or going to float or drawing or, you know, like, uh, and having that self-awareness uh, to, to kind of pattern interrupt stress throughout the day or when you're starting to go in a spiral. Uh, same thing, you know, with mindset psychology, you know, it, 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 do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, right? Do you believe things cannot be changed that you're genetically stuck or that this is just how the way things were or do you believe in growth and that you know you just have to be patient and put in the effort and work and constantly learn and grow and then that you can get better right and then environment like do you put yourself in an environment where you know you constantly have to rely on willpower and willpower willpower is finite right so uh you know or, or are you around people that uh trigger you you know so it's like social triggers where you might go have drinks uh, or, you know, eat foods that are not like likely to uh, lead you to your goals. Uh, do you come home into a kitchen that has uh, foods that trigger you, right? Those are all level one limiting factors. And I'm always, I always say start with level one. Notice how none of those uh, mentioned, you know, none of those are like, hey, are you, you know, nutrient timing, you know, in, a, in that two hour post workout window, you know, whether that, that even, even truly exists, but that's not something that you need if, if you can't do some of these basic skills. And the reality is that if all the things that I just covered, if you improve those, man, you, you may have the the exact body that you want and never need anything more complex. And that goes for everything else in life, right? So if you took another thing, for instance, like you took something in business and you know, you start with foundational levels, which is just like being able to execute uh, whatever skill set. Like, for instance, so in coaching, like being a great coach, like showing up on time, you know, having programs written, making sure that, you know, you're ready, making sure that you're focused on that session at that point in time and creating a great experience and a great result for a client. Right. So that's foundational. Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, if, if you're if you're looking at marketing and like crazy advanced marketing, when you you're not providing an incredible service and in building culture and uh and and having systems that make things work and run and reminding you of what you need to do or having the right people in the right places right that then you're jumping the gun like and it's just like we could go right down the line for every single thing that you wanted to achieve in your life um so start with level one now and notice i'm, I'm kind of getting off of tangents a little bit but making a point on here number two is uh when in doubt, always go backwards, always regress, right? And 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 this was uh, something that I basically learned, you know, when coaching. Uh, you know, if something doesn't look right, right? If it doesn't look right, it's probably like flying right. And then regress it. Just regress it until that person can do the exercise the way that you want them to do it. Or, or should I say in a, in a way that's benefit benefiting them to reach their goal. So, you know, if, if somebody comes in and, you did a test and it looked pretty good and you get them to back squat. But then, you know, 
back squatting. It just, it just doesn't look right. The knees are collapsing. Heels are coming off the ground. Their upper back is rounding. Like, we're going to go and regress, right? We're going to regress, and it might go to a, a kettlebell goblet squat, right? And then once it looks good and it becomes consistent, then we'd go and progress it. The same thing with nutrition, like regress. Okay, so somebody can't, uh, you know, can't go to sleep. You go like, hey, go to sleep earlier. Eat XYZ amount of calories per day. Try to have this macronutrient breakdown. They're not doing it. You got to regress it. And we may regress it to, hey, let's just get your breakfast on point. Like, that's it. Don't worry about anything else. Let's get your breakfast on point. What are some things that you love to eat for breakfast? And then kind of let coactively coach to, to get that person to do that. Now, like I said, if this is, this is, if this is you, like, think about it that way. If you haven't been able to be consistent with whatever action you took on, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a failure. There's no, this is just a lesson to tell you to like, hey, regress. Regress it, make it simpler, make it easier, and then get consistent. And guess what? Your results will be better. Right? So no matter what, like if, if you took on too much and it's not working, regress it. And you keep regressing it until it does work and it works consistently. Because the way that we are built is we're very good at beating ourselves up, right? So if you set out a goal and you say, these are the tasks that I need to do. And then on a daily basis, you end up failing more tasks than you complete, right? We're very good at going like, ah, you know, you're, you're shitty, Luca, you're shitty. Like you, you can't do it. You know, I, I knew it. Like, you know, it's, it's too much for you, whatever it may be. And you just beat yourself down, you know, versus kind of being an observer and going like, hey, Okay, you know, well, I did some good things. What are some good things that I did? Those, okay. So let me just work on those and get consistent with those things that I was able to achieve and not worry about the other ones. So now when you do that, guess what? You're building on success. And if you're building on success, you feel more confident, right? I mean, you build self-esteem by doing, taking action. And if you can do what you set out to do every single day, then you end up building self-esteem. Like, wow, I can do this. I set out to do this and I can do this. Now, if, if you keep setting these humongous, you know, complex action steps from zero to 1,000, right? You don't go zero to 100, you go zero to 1,000, which is what a lot of people do. Then what ends up happening is like, at the end of week one, you did one or two things, but you didn't do 12 others that you, you, you set out to do. You're going to feel like a failure. And then it's very easy for, for this cycle of, you know, self-talk to start going through your head again. Like, oh, you failed again. Like, you know, you weren't meant to do this. You're different. Your genetics don't work. It's just too much willpower. Where really, you know, the, the regression to where you can do it would help you build this stuff up, right? And in so many other areas of life, this makes so much sense, right? Like math and algebra and whatever, right? Like too hard, make it simpler, and we kind of get it and understand it, but in certain areas of our lives, we just kind of like don't, right? So the thing is, you or, or in a case, the client has to be able to demonstrate they can do something consistently, right? This is, this is and, and what we do is we shoot for like 80%, 90 is even better, but 80%, like so 80% of the time you're able to do, you know, what you set out to do. That's successful. That you know, now you're starting to build a habit. And if you can do that over two or three weeks, that's a pretty good indicator, right? It's a pretty good indicator that things are going to be good. And so here, I'm, uh, here's like some something, an actionable step, or should I say actionable method 
that you can start breaking stuff down for yourself now. So we've talked about setting goals in the past, right? And um, I'm a big fan of setting bigger goals and then breaking them down and meaning I'm a lot more about the long game. So, you know, we're about to launch a a transformation challenge. I I hate to even call it that, but um, transformation challenge at at Vigor Ground that's going to be year long, right? So not six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks, but one year long with a whole setup and program of, you know, changing 26 habits throughout the year. So people will be able to they'll come to come here and train at Vigor. Uh, we'll have nutritional support with pro coach, things like that. And we're going to just constantly chip away at different habits. Now, everybody's going to go at different speeds, right? Because everybody's an individual. But I'm a big fan of this long-term goal. So set your goal for 2017, right? Okay, so if your goal, and, and let, let, let's go to finances because it's just going to be like an easy number thing, right? And you're like, okay, well, I want to make $20,000 more in 2017, right? $20,000 uh, $20, more in 2017. That means that pretty much you want to make about $1,700 more per month. Okay. So when you break it down, okay, this month I will make $1,700 more. Okay. Then you would go like, okay, so what does that mean in a week? Well, in a week you got to make about 425 bucks more, right? Then you ask yourself, okay, based on that $425 more that I want to make in a week, what do I need to practice today? Like what behavior do I need to practice today? Right? Because so imagine if you do it like this, right? Outcome. So that's the end goal, 2017. Then we have this month I will dot dot dot. Right? What will you do? What will you achieve? Right? And then we have this week I will dot dot dot. What will you do this week? And then today I will. Right? Because now we can break down to to simple daily tactics. And you know, if you run a business, that may mean I am, you know, selling one more product in a day, you know, than I, than I, than I did last year. Uh, you know, what are the action steps behind that? And I actually got a, a, an example. Well, I'm, we're going to go to an example in a second. But do you now see like how this becomes a lot more doable, right? It becomes a lot more doable where you have a big goal. You break it down to month, monthly goal, weekly goal. And then based on that weekly goal, you say, what am I going to do today? Today I will. And then, then you just got to focus on what you're going to do that day, right? It doesn't become this huge monster. Uh, it becomes a smaller action step that you can kind of control. So I have this little, uh, uh, and I will, I will send you a link to this uh, in the show notes. But basically imagine that, um, I, actually got, I actually got an example here. But okay, so if you have a goal, and the question is, what do I want to do? And there is a blank line, right? So what do I want to do? And in my example here, I'm using different examples today because, like I said, this, is, this doesn't go just for nutrition. It doesn't go just for, you know, losing weight or building muscle. It goes for, you know, uh, uh, getting more money, improving your relationship, uh, being more, more organized, whatever you want. But I'm giving you examples because I know, like, for me personally, like, that's what, what helps uh, not only just visually, but, you know, talking it out and giving examples so that you have something to relate to. So in this case, we're going to go with, you know, step one, what do I want to do? Right. And so there's going to be a blank line. Now, whatever your goal is, that thing that you want to do is going to be made up of behaviors. So underneath that, what do I want to do with a blank line? I'm going I'm to write behavior one, behavior two, behavior three, behavior four, behavior five, maybe 10. I don't know, right? Maybe just three or four behaviors you want to work. Like it, it doesn't matter. However many you can see, you can see that are going to help you get to that goal. 
And so imagine that on the left side, you have these behaviors. And on top, like it's a chart, you have four questions. What does it involve? And I'll give you guys an example in a second. So this will really make a lot, a lot more sense. So question one is, what does it involve? Number two is, why does it matter? Number three is, how will I know if I've done it? And number four is, what will tell me it's time to move on? Notice now how like we're, we're breaking everything down is like whatever goal you want to achieve, we're going to break it down into behaviors. We're going to we're going to say exactly what it is that you need to do in that behavior. Right. What is the action step that you need to do and why it matters? So how is it related to the goal that you want to achieve? And then how are you going to know that you finished it? Like so basically, what is the completion of it? Right. Like, how will you know that you won? That's my question. I love to use. How will you know that you won? Like, what is the actual actual thing that you'll be able to show to yourself or somebody else or somebody else showing to you that they've done it? And then last one is, uh, you know, what time will you know it is time to move on? Meaning, when can I add the next behavior? When will you know that it's consistent enough that it becomes a habit so that you can move on to the next thing? Okay. Now I'm going to give you an actual example of this whole scenario. So what do I want to do? What I want to do is build muscle. I'm going to move the mic a little bit and feel like I'm a DJ. Uh, so what I want to do is build muscle. So one of the first behaviors is going to be working out. So training, right? So what does it involve? Training three days per week, like following a specific plan. So this would be something like, for instance, that, you know, if, if somebody was training at Vigors, would, would have a, be a conversation we'd be having and they'd be training three days a week following maybe a full body strength training plan, depending on what they want to do. So why does this matter? Well, because regular training stimulates muscle growth, muscle growth and improves strength. So for somebody that wants to build muscle, obviously we're going to create progressive overload. We want to overload the system to where that, that, that person starts building muscle. How will I know that I completed, uh, that, that, I, that I've done this task, right? So that they completed the workout journal for the day or they signed in with the coach so they completed the workout. So if you're doing it by yourself, right, you, you fill out your training journal, you sign off on it so you can actually see that you've done it. I mean, if, if you've hired a coach, then it's pretty simple. Like you show up for your training session and, uh, and you sign off on your training session, right? And when will I know it's time to move on, right? So it might be I've done three workouts per week consistently for three weeks or four weeks or two weeks, but I like to, you know, a whole workout phase is usually three to four weeks, a workout cycle that we build is usually four weeks long, right? So that would be a behavior one. So for somebody trying to build muscle, that would be behavior one, and that'll be the four questions. Behavior number two would be add one nutrient-rich meal per day, right? Because people that want to build muscle usually have to bump up more calories. Most guys that we get or or women that we get, they're like, hey, I want to build more lean muscle. We got to bump their calories up most of the time. So that might be a, you know, a behavior. And, you know, why does this matter? Well, because it gives them lean protein, veggies, healthy fats conveniently, right? So it's a, like making a super shake, for instance, uh, which is simpler in a day, not adding another meal, but adding a super shake. And how we know that you've done it, you'll, you'll knock it off in a consistency sheet, right? So you got a consistency sheet, you'll tick it off that you got your super smoothie in for that day. Or maybe you go to a place that has great, like we're about to have Fit Bar in, on our gym. Guess what? You go into that place and you just get a smoothie and you take it off. And, uh, you know, what is, what is uh, the time to move on will be 
well, I've known that I've had uh, a super shake every day, 90% of the time for two weeks. I hope you kind of see how this is going now. Like where number three on this behavior sheet, she could be adding lean protein to every meal, like two, you know, two palmfuls. Uh, that's what we start off with before we start doing calories and things like that is for people to make it simple to, for guys, two palms, uh, anywhere from one to two palms for women or men uh, of protein to every meal. Right. And then number four would be like create and use a sleep ritual. So start and do recovery. Now I could go through every one of those when those questions, but you can kind of start seeing that like based on your muscle building goal right there, there's four different behaviors, right? Train three times a week, add one super shake, you know, add one super shake per day. That's, you know, got high quality nutrients, uh, unprocessed whole foods, uh, and especially protein. Number three, adding protein to every meal. Number four, improving sleep because sleep is such a huge factor for obviously recovery hormones. Um, and that's the, that's when you, the, the, the time where you get anabolic and you actually build the muscle, right? So you can see how like you could break every single thing down with this, what is my goal? And then having the different behaviors that are gonna help you achieve that goal and then following those four questions. And when you do that, Really, like you don't move forward until you've knocked out one. But this is where we've seen and I've seen like not, you know, personally, but like with, you know, hundreds of our clients uh, over time that we see the best results because the overwhelm is taken away. Right? It's not like a million things to do. It's just like, hey, here's this key behavior that's going to really move you forward towards your goal. And you've answered what it actually consists of, why it matters, how, you know, how are you going to know that you completed it? And when is it time to move on to the next one? And it's, it's literally like, you know, it's like Legos, right? We keep building this sturdy foundation versus going like, okay, here's this meal plan. You know, here's all these training sessions, go to sleep earlier, right? Like I'm just like, basically it's like drinking out of a fire hose, right? It's too much. Like you, you just can't do it. And there's very, very, very few people that can just take on a ton of stuff. And I, I would just call that capacity right? Capacity is how much you can take on. And remember too, it's like the, you may be, have quite, quite about a lot of capacity, but you know, you got two kids, you, you know, you're working a challenging job that you love, but it's challenging and so on and so forth. So now if I add to that, like, Hey, you got to make six, seven meals a day for yourself or whatever else you got to train six, seven days a week or five days a week. And right? That's going to start invading uh, like, or, or intruding in your capacity. And remember the, those four things that we said at the beginning, knowledge, I'm sorry, goals, knowledge, competence, and skill, and consistency. And we're going to run it through that filter every single time. Now, these are, like I said, these are concepts, right? Some of these are principles and concepts to create frameworks around how to do stuff. Uh, I gave examples because I know examples are a great way to be able, you know, for you to visualize your own life or, or your own steps to be able to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. But the main thing here is that no matter where you are, like no matter where you are, there's nothing wrong with you. You have all the tools that you need. It's just putting the right peg in like, so, you know, not putting square pegs in round holes or the other way around, but really being able to, to like I said, if, if you don't have that self-awareness, that's where coaches come to play. Right. I mean, there's many times that I didn't have the self-awareness or maybe the skill sets or the accountability to move in the direction that I wanted to. I, I needed more more guidance and framework uh, to help me get there. And, you know, maybe that's you. Maybe it's not. But the key is self-awareness of going like, hey, this is too hard for me right now. And that's OK. I'll start slower. 
I'll start with smaller steps because I know that what's going to get me to succeed is being consistent and getting, you know, and I would say completing the tasks better and more frequently and consistently and then adding on to that. And when you've got that, man, that's, you know, that's where you also build more capacity because the way that we work as human beings is, you know, confidence and self-esteem are, you know, are, are, I'm going to say they're everything, but they're a humongous part of what we take on. And the way that we build it is that we keep promises to ourselves, right? So if you're like, hey, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and go for a 20, 30 minute walk. And then you do it five days in a row. You feel confident because you're like, hey, I got up every day and I, and I did it. Sometimes we need leverage. Leverage may be, uh, like I said, committing to a friend. I know for me, that's one of the biggest leverages is I hate letting people down. So it's a very powerful leverage for me. So when I set up meetings with people and I say, hey, I'm going to come and work out. I'm going to do this and that and the other. That's a crazy powerful leverage for me. And it helps me stay accountable and consistent. Same thing with coaching. Like not only having a coach, but investing in a coach and knowing like, hey, I, I invested this money. Like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up and do this. This matters to me. It's worth it. I'm worth it, right? And as we continue to do and chip away and show up, we continue to build our confidence. And the more confidence we have, the more we can do, the more we can take on, right? But that's, that's the thing is it, you can't kind of do it like flip the pyramid inversely and go, well, I'm going to take on everything, right? And then if I do it, I'll get confident. And then what ends up happening is people fail and then they lose self-esteem. And the less self-esteem you have, the harder it is to do things, right? So rather than when you're down, go like, well, this time around, I'm really going to do it. I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything at once and I'm going to just push it and da, 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 you know, it's setting yourself up for failure. Why not do it a little bit different, right? Why not, why not write out these behaviors and say, Hey, what do I want to do? Write out the behaviors that are going to consist of completing that goal and then asking yourself those four questions and start knocking them out. All right. So that's, that's a, a, you know, I wanted to share that like this, like I said, the, the, methodology, like some of it, like I said, coaching is a, is a wide spectrum of, you know, of of things and, and skill sets and whatnot. But, but I believe that the one that I shared with you today, if you actually do it once again, you know, if you take that action, if you actually do it, you will have a lot, a huge benefit come out of it because it will create clarity and it will give you guidance and a path to go down. Right. So, I would ask you today, you know, what is something that's very important to you that you want to achieve and write that down and go through the steps that I that I showed you or should I said that I explained to you. Uh, and like I said, I'll, I'll put some of this in into the um, into the uh, the, the comment. I mean, into the section of 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 the blog that we put the, the resources in and you can go over it, like I said, or write in the journal. I, I usually journal all of this stuff out, but actually do it. And I. I bet you'll get get some clarity on what the next steps are or maybe where you've been moving a little too fast, right? Or maybe where, you know, the knowledge or competence or skills or consistency aren't in line with, you know, what you're setting up for yourself. And like I said, set yourself up for success. Do not set yourself up for failure. And, you know, if, if like this has been happening over and over, get out the cul-de-sac and I'd have you consider just, like I said, proving me wrong, possibly. Um, but I believe that you will be proven right by yourself when you take this on. So I hope that this was uh, very helpful. Uh, any comments and or questions that you have, as always, 
shoot them to Luca, L-U-K-A, at Hosevar, my last name, H-O-C-E-V-A-R, performance.com. So that's for any questions for the show. And um, if you love the show, please go over to iTunes, leave a review uh, and uh, an honest review. And like I said, we'll be uh, sending out some prizes, Vigor shirts, and some goodie packages and stuff like that. Love and appreciate you for tuning in and listening. Luca is out. I will see you in the next show. Peace.